guns do not work like that. But also, you're listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast. I'm a co-host, Corky McDonald, a local comedian, and also, I'm probably the only person in the world completely ambivalent on Joel Schumacher's direction. But with me, as always, is my co-host, film critic, Daniel Barnes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Dare Daniel, colon, cage match. Over the course of this season, our first little season on the show, we've been exploring, Corky's eating right now, and it's disturbing. It's a cage-like move to start eating while I'm talking. Just like, wow, I was talking, and like, Corky stole the seed somehow. It's just brilliant. Uh, Over the course of this season, we've been exploring the terrifying nooks and disturbing cranny. I'm sorry, you can eat. Of Nicolas Cage, all for your sick and twisted amusement. As if the eating on Mike wasn't bad enough, the horrors just keep coming. <laughs> this week we're reviewing Mr. Cage alongside Nicole Kidman as a couple held hostage in Trespass. The IMDb synopsis for Trespass? As they're held for ransom, a husband and wife's predicament grows more dire amid the discovery of betrayal and deception. Yes, this week's Cage joint is Trespass from 2011, directed by Joel Schumacher, our first, his last. He died in June 2020. Uh, this was his last movie. Um, and Joel Schumacher, our first film between, the, uh, you know, the Kilmer and Clooney Batman films, you got multiple John Grisham adaptations, 8mm flatliners, you know, good movies like Lost Boys, but I mean, they're all trash, really. The man just knows his trash. But uh, was very popular in his day, but not a very accomplished filmmaker. Um, Trespass, unlike our last film, Left Behind. There's some real star power here to match Cage. Trespass co-stars fellow Oscar winner Nicole Kidman. We got two Oscar winners here. The acting of this movie is bound to be good. Uh-huh. Uh, there's also familiar faces you know and maybe know. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, Cam, not sure how to pronounce it, Jigen, Jigen Day. And Dash Mihawk, it's all really uh, difficult names to pronounce in this uh, supporting cast. The film is set in, well, I don't know if it is set in. It's never mentioned. No. But apparently it, was, it is set in or was shot in Louisiana again. This is the theme we've talked about. Nicolas Cage and his Louisiana obsession. Shreveport this time, apparently. I don't know. It's mostly set in this house. Movie was set to begin production in August 2010 when Nicolas Cage abruptly abandoned the project, reportedly because he wanted to switch roles from the husband to the kidnapper, the Ben Mendelsohn part. His role was offered to Liev Schreiber, but the next day Cage was right back in line, although the start date did need to be moved back a couple weeks. Movie debuted at the Toronto International Film Festival on September 14, 2011, premiered in theaters a month later on October 14. Only played in 10 theaters in North America, grossing about 24000 It was intended for video on demand yeah. in America, I guess. It had a much more extensive theatrical release overseas where it earned about $10 million against a reported $38.7 million budget. And we know where that money went, all to the above-the-line talent. It was all for Kidman, Cage, and I guess to a lesser extent, Schumacher, Benelson, etc. Cage did earn a Razzie nomination for Worst Actor, for his performance, alongside his work in Drive, Angry, and Season of the Witch, but he lost, quote-unquote, to Adam Sandler for his work in the films Jack and Jill and Just Go With It. You know, we've never done an Adam Sandler movie either, have we? That's true. We have Just throwing it out there. Trespass, not a hit with the audiences, 
Not a hit with the critics. Nine on Rotten Tomato. 37 on Metacritic. It did earn a rave review from John DeFore of The Hollywood Reporter. He called Trespass, quote, a home invasion flick that grabs viewers by the throat (laughs) and only stops squeezing long enough to wipe sweat from its palms, end quote. This is a really visceral take uh, by John DeFore, who I hope I never meet, like, late at night, like, in an alley, because that dude is, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's dangerous. More agreed-upon sentiment came from the Boston Globe's Wesley Morris, who wrote the Trespass is, quote, one of those movies that an audience knows is terrible the minute it starts. And quote, Corky, do you agree with the Pulitzer Prize winning critic <laughs> Wesley Morris that the film is terrible? And if you do agree with him, can you pinpoint the minute, the exact minute that you realized it was terrible? And do you agree that it was minute one? Uh, no, I'm taking I'm I'm taking Wesley Morris's uh, Pulitzer back from him. I'm pulling it away from him. It wasn't terrible. pulling the Pulitzer. <laughs> It was not terrible. You don't know at the minute it starts. Um, I, I really don't like the other review uh, about grabbing someone by the throat and sweaty and hands. Kicking him in the balls. And yeah. Just... And if it was honestly, if it was actually true to this movie, it'd be like, well, it has a gun to its head immediately <laughs> several times from several different angles. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, no, this movie's not terrible. It's it's utterly forgettable. It's a... It's a light sousant of a thriller. It's it's nothing. It's it is so shocking to me that this was only made twelve years ago. It feels like something from two thousand one. It feels mm. like something very old we've seen a million times. Um, there's nothing new about it, but it's not terrible. It's it's perfect. It's a Joel Schumacher movie. It's just just exists. That's what it is. I th- I thought it was pretty terrible. Um, Did you? Yeah, ultimately, end of the day, I think, um, you know, on this show, we always kind of, we we prioritize, like, discussing the, the plot details, right? Going through the whole story in linear fashion, yeah. over-discussing, like, what a movie really is, which is, like, themes and character arcs and all these details about, like, style and form and, and other things like that. This movie is nothing but plot, 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 plot. That's all it is. Yeah. It is, like, this relentless cat and mouse game like relentless like it won't stop everyone is constantly getting the drop on everyone the whole movie is like hey i got the drop on you no you didn't i got the drop on you no you didn't that's what i wanted you to think no i wanted you to think that that's that game ad infinitum that is the whole fucking movie like it it held me I think for the first half, I was like, okay, all right, I'm rolling along with this. I'm, I'm, I'm getting interested in the world, but it just aggravated me. The more <laughs> that this like twist and twist back and twist back and twist back and, hey, we let him go. No, she's coming back and then go and then back and then go. And then, I mean, it's just like gun to the head. No, I got a gun to your head. No, I got a syringe to your head. No, no guns to you. Oh, I mean, God, it just, it, it felt really long after a while, honestly. And it's a short movie. It's like nine, 90 minutes. It is. Um, it pretty is sure with, with credits and everything, but it, it felt long after a while just with all of these plot, 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 plot details going on. And the acting is, it's not very good. You know right. what I mean? Like, it, it's not demonstrably terrible. Like, it, it Cage and kind of everyone else, it made me think of a couple of things. It made me think of this, like, this bit that like Bruce Willis and David Letterman used to do, which is like the man on the edge or the the cop on the edge. Mm -hmm. And it would just be like, 
I'm a cop on the edge. Like the the the, the most basic thing you would expect is think, hearing that someone is on the edge. Like their jaws clenched, their eyes are open a little bit, they're twitching a little bit. They're on the edge. It, it also made me think of Oliver Reed, who would apparently go to a director and be like, what do you want in this scene? Do you want villain 1A? Do you want 1B where I give you this? Do you want 2? 2A is where a little module, you know, like these modules, this whole, everyone is at 1A here. They're yeah. giving you the first level of a thing. Like they start from the place you would expect and they don't really evolve from there. For all the twists and twists and twists and twists, they don't really evolve from there. That trickles down to the whole cast because like, Cage is like your 1A, yeah. man on the edge. Kidman is the 1A, neglected wife. Mendelssohn is a 1A villain. The junkie is like the most 1A fucking <laughs> junkie you have ever seen in a movie. But it's all just right there at that first level, which, I, you know, again, it doesn't, it's it's not certainly not pretentious or anything yeah. like that, but it's a... Uh, kind of really just annoying um, by the end of the day. I definitely don't think it's terrible, and I definitely would uh, disagree and counter that it's immediately terrible. Like you said, it held you for about the first half. Oh, absolutely. It was minute 40 to 45. We've seen terrible out the gate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not this. That's not this. This Um, Although I will say the the color, something about the color was just really – really off that was was another reason i was surprised it was only 10 years ago that it was made Mm -hmm. it was totally the color palette of something 20 22 years ago something like that yeah there was this weird thing it was like in the 2010s where they were just like oh shit this movie isn't working let's like turn the color to this like really way too bright Mm -hmm. level you know what i mean so i don't yeah anyway let's get into it the movie is trespass quirky trespass we start some ominous music. We get a little shining start here. This is like an <laughs> overhead shot of a car like winding its way through the mountain mountainous woods. And who's in the car? But it is our quote unquote hero, rich jerk, diamond dealer, Nick Cage, aka Kyle. Kyle Miller. I think the one person we hear the full name of throughout the yes. whole entire movie. Kyle uh, Miller. He's talking on his phone and he's saying things like sales, business, deals, <laughs> money, booba, booba. He's just shout, yeah, he's just shouting things. It's obvious he's a wheeler dealer. He's a talker. He's he's we also kind of get the idea like, okay, he owes money. Like mm-hmm. he's he's really desperate to make a deal. Like really, really desperate to make a, a deal. That's why, like you say, everybody's one A. The script is one yeah. as well. If you've watched oh, absolutely. any movie and lived on this earth for you know any amount of time, you know this guy's not as fluent in cash as he as he pretends to be. Yeah, like the signs and signifiers are all there. It's just it's it's very 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 obvious. So his car is just driving through the woods, through the mountains, towards his home, which is this high security, kind of museum like. Mm-hmm. luxury home which apparently was designed by nicole kidman's character who was his wife sarah uh but it's this big big luxury home it's not even finished yet um there's still these like unfinished um portions of it i guess let's talk you know just because it's nick cage so let's just kind of fill people in hair and voice okay Kay. yeah hair we're working with like a dark wig it's kind of a businessman's hair but it's not like super you know high and tight right? yeah like it's it's got a little bit of uh i'm a guy who is who, who is on jets flying to, to dallas to sell diamonds yeah. kind of a thing and I the ju- suit is very dark and very kind of has lines and stuff it's very i just got the hair plugs 
I can't do too much outside right now. <laughs> I try to go to dry climates only. I was clocking him and Kidman. And I was like, okay, this is both pre-weird face for both of them. It is, right? Yeah. yeah. And she, she looks good. She has red hair, too. Oh, the, return, the return of uh, redhead Kidman, you know? Um, so always always good. I recently watched The Northman. I hadn't seen that. And she just looked so off-putting being, you know, set nine centuries ago with a very plastic face. Yeah, but um, magic. So that explains <laughs> that. Magic. But no, her, her, her and this is both pre-weird face for her and Cage. Yeah, so he's also got like the wire rim glasses. Yeah. Um, so, and the voice is kind of a normalish cage voice. It's a little whiny. It's a little amped, but he's not. You know, he's he's not a diamond dealer like um, you know Adam Sandler and no. uncut he's, gems. He's he's a he's like a businessman, sort of bordering on a, a con man. Yeah, he's very he's leading man cage, and and I'm very uh, yeah literal con man, confidence yeah. man. Yeah. So he uh, inside the home, uh, we meet you know Nicole Kidman's character. This is Sarah Miller, mm-hmm. and their precocious teen daughter Avery. Uh, he comes home, and right away, you know the it, I, you know if there is a theme here, secrets and lies, man. Secrets. And Everybody lies. has a big S, capital S secret. Oh, everyone's got a secret. Everyone's got a story. Everyone's got something they're trying to hide. Everyone's got a, a door they don't want you to open. Um, so he sees these cigarettes, like, what are these cigarettes? There's like uh, cigarettes and a lighter here. Um, and the family is squabbling, you know, it's like, oh, you know, the classic, like they're a rich family in this beautiful home, but they're deeply unhappy. Yeah. Oh right. my God. That's this home what? Is not a house. I've never heard of that. Every, That's... every bit of dialogue feels like there's something left unsaid that needs to be mm. said. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So the daughter wants to go out. Um, mom says no. Your like friends, a, friends of horror. The most rudimentary of plots in this. It's, oh, it's, it's just it's, th- these are the problems. The daughter wants to go out. She can't go out. The <laughs> husband comes home. He's got another deal to go make, and he wants to go out. Yeah, it's just is not much to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, she wants to go out to this family. Dad's tied to the phone. Um. And again, signs and signifiers. Mom pulls out a bag and there's some new lingerie. It's a lingerie with like a price tag on it, right? So the marriage needs a little spicing up. Yeah. Okay? Like they're they're estranged, you know, and then we get it right away. It doesn't work though. He's preoccupied. Money, 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 money with this guy. All he's thinking about is money. He's he's she's constantly making an overture and he's constantly pulling away. So while this is happening, Avery. Oh, Avery sneaks out. All right, here we go. Movie getting started now. We also get a clip of Nick Cage going to a big obnoxious highfalutin safe that's in yeah. a wall, thumbprint, eye scanner, donate blood, say the secret chant, and yeah. safe open. He sneaks something into his briefcase so the camera doesn't see, so we're not in on it. But we know there's there's some secret happening between the briefcase and the safe. Yeah. And he also he goes into the the unfinished portion of the house and right. looks at one of the walls and looks at it meaningfully. <laughs> it's like a random thing. Oh, this obviously won't come up again. <laughs> it's so basic. It's just basic. It is. It is. It is, it is the most um, simple, perfunctory movie. Seriously, 
and it just gets simpler and more perfunctory. Uh, and yet there's so much perfunctoriness. It's just, it's uh, too much. So that, again, there's this Kyle and Sarah, they have this awkwardness about them. They're, they're a longtime married couple with a daughter, but they're awkward together. Like she kind of leans in a little, he breaks away and she kind of makes this little kind of vague sentiment about like, you know, I'm, I'm basically saying I'm, I'm right there on the verge of being completely over this bullshit. And him, uh, he's being about... the, him being the ultimate salesman, closing the deal, understanding people, doesn't understand what she means by that. Of course. He's about to take off again, close this deal. It's an amazing deal he's got. Knock, knock, ding, ding, dong. Right? Remember, they, they live in this, like, <laughs> this, this place is, like, it's supposed to be this, like, security fortress. Yeah. Right? Like, you got to at the gate, you got a whole thing. Inside, he's got a safe there's like it's this huge wall around it there's cameras everywhere it's protected by this security company there's all these things here to protect them it is so fucking easy to break into this house absolutely in or out <laughs> there's like a chain link fence you can hop over they don't even need this like ruse that they have here which is a pathetic ruse and it works i know i know and it could have worked even better but avery kind of fucked up their plans by like you know running out with her her slutty friend so yeah, this call is like yeah, these sheriffs are at the gate. Oh, but you can't see their face. You can only like see their. That's how the movie lets you know they're bad guys, right? <laughs> they can only see their badge, but uh, you know the smart Kyle doesn't get it. Uh, he's like, okay, let him in and get Avery. Bring her down here as well. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> these guys also want to talk to our teenage daughters. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why do you even have a security company? <laughs> So um, just as they realize, oh, fuck, Avery's gone. Kaboom. These guys break in. They're all wearing masks. Sarah, in this confusion, fights them off. She tries to drive off, but they have Kyle at gunpoint. She has to stop. So it's these four four robbers. Okay, we find out two of them are brothers. One of them is a really large guy. That's Dash Mahawk. The other two are the brothers, Ben Mendelsohn and Cam Jiganday. They're Elias and Jonas. Uh, Joan, Jonah, and then there's the crackhead. Why did you need to bring the crackhead? He does not help anything. No, really weird call. I guess you had a manpower shortage. I get that, but like, really, what person? She's in the other room trying on dresses and looking at home movies for like half of the film, and then for the other half, she's smoking crack. Didn't really help. I was Didn't just imagining help. that they just had gotten together, and it's like when your friend gets a new relationship, like they always <laughs> want to bring that person around. Right. They're like, um, yeah, is it cool if I bring my girlfriend, man? Yeah. Also, yeah. You guys are all right if Rebecca comes, right? I know we plan it's just us three. I know. She's going to smoke crack the entire time. Is that cool? Right. That's cool, right? Like, she, this is a precision gonna, job. She's not going to wear Let's any bring my crackhead girlfriend for the next yeah like, they're all wearing so they're all wearing masks they're also all wearing like these fingerprint you know things on their fingers to not leave prints except for so. crackhead rebecca she is she's never crackhead DNA. Right? she's, she's changing just, just underwear like, whatever dna everywhere she's like plasma she took some bone marrow out she's like this, i need it to be identified she here, wrote rebecca see. was here <laughs> oh boy so yeah Ooh. okay so they got them all at gunpoint all right from here on out, prepare for someone to be held at gunpoint. It is. And then for someone else to hold someone else at some sort of a point, gunpoint, nail gunpoint, knife point, syringe point, 
fucking whatever but this is the whole movie from that's here on the, that's it yelling <laughs> gunpoint and then at the moment someone needs to be shot they get shot yeah it's that like is all dramatic right. timing yeah um <laughs> so this main guy elias this is ben mendelson guy who always plays the villain i was just gonna uh, say when i saw ben i was like is he the bad guy he's never the bad guy and you can be the bad guy all the time and it can still be compelling uh no 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 not compelling i didn't boring. i didn't i'll say i didn't have any problem with the, the three leads the three good actors in this movie Cage, Kidman, and Mendelssohn. I didn't have any problems. Everybody else. I, was... I just had a problem again with how basic. They oh yeah. Were, how their performances were, effort level. It was. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. Again, they, they weren't necessarily terrible, but it was pretty terrible how little of a fuck they gave. You know what I mean? Like sure. philosophically terrible, I guess. Not in practice terrible. Um. So okay, they won in the safe. They won in the safe. Um, and this guy Elias, he knows things. He knows things about Kyle. So they attempts to trick him fail. They try to give him a fake code that'll alert, alert the play. No, that fails. I know things about you. I know things about you. Um, but Kyle refuses to open the safe. This is everyone's tense. Everyone's on the edge. They're all tense. So there's a lot of like now uh, this this cat and mouse thing, right? So like uh, you know Cage. Kyle tries to trick Elias. Elias, no, you can't trick me. So Elias tries to do something. Kyle and back foot. And this is all fucking hey, it just happens again and again. Each scene is a new development of of cat and mouse. Yeah, or the same. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Avery leaves and gets caught several times. (laughs) So many times. Yeah, she's 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 left once. Right? Yeah, sorry. We, yeah. we, we, we do been, briefly cut away. To we haven't gotten this... to the part of her returning and then leaving. Yeah, so she's left. Uh, we do briefly during this tense, quote unquote, standoff, go to the party, which is like a rich kid's party. Everyone's party and party and party. And this girl is, I, I mean, I assume she's supposed to be like 15, 16, yeah, 17 and that sort of she's underage. Mid-teens, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she goes to this party and immediately it's like, all right, everybody uh, pair off for like, uh, you know, Coke bumps and sex, you know, <laughs> like at underage sex, you know? So it's like, she immediately is taken to this closet by this rich kid and Chekhov's closet, blabbering and blabbering and blabbering. <coughs> Excuse me. He's blabbering on and on. Uh, he's basically expects sex. You want sex. Then she's like, fuck it. And leaves. So she leaves and she's but, about to come back while this is all happening. But he shows her that he has 200 grand. Yeah. He's got all this a cash. a bunch of Coke and pills in, this, in the safe. She is very casual about seeing all that money and all that drugs. Like, she, that, like your first party you go to, you'd be like, whoa, yeah. maybe, maybe. maybe your fifth party, you're like, okay, I'm cool with this now. Your first party, you get 200 grand and coke shoved in your face. She's hmm. not, not the least bit. Uh, no, not the least she's bit like, bothered. I've seen more. Whatevs. Uh, but yeah, she bounces. She's not going to give in to this uh, this creep. She takes off. Um, back at the house, you know, again, Kyle just still refuses to open the safe. So he tries to talk his way out of it. He's basically like. What are you going to do with the safe? Who are your cutters? These diamonds are all traceable. They have all these, you know, things on. He's just talking and talking and talking. He's 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 fast talking to cut, try to undermine these these guys and you know form some cracks. He's always you. selling, always selling, always talking, always be always closing. trying to find an angle. 
So he's basically telling him, you can open the safe, but what's the point? You know, let me be the middleman. Right. He actually says, let me be the middleman. Uh, you know, and, and they, they see this as a, you know, him just trying to hang on to his diamonds by any means necessary. He's like, I'm always be closing. And they're like, no, you're going to always be opening that motherfucker. <laughs> nice. Thank you. So as one of the other thieves is is kind of walking from the room, Sarah recognizes this. Steve is, is talking about like, okay, well, um, you know, uh, even if there are no diamonds, you know, and you won't open the safe, I know this guy has cash. Like, I know he's got cash. Even if we can't get the diamonds, this dude has cash. And Sarah, like, recognizes him. There's a big, like, go yeah. with her mouth agape and, like, slow motion and recognizing. And other people recognizing that she recognizes him and her recognizing they're recognizing at the record. I mean, this is, I mean, yeah, whatever this, uh, and this starts like the first of these flirting flashbacks, right? <laughs> these flashbacks where this flirtatious past relationship between Kyle, who was casing the house because he works for the security company guard alert more on the very competent services of guard alert. I love this uh, flashback of him just sitting outside at night. He's come back later. He's got his backwards ball cap on. Just to let you know, he's a tough guy. And he's watching her from outside smoking a cigarette. There's a superimposed shot of Nicole Kidman. That's just to let you know he's watching her. Yeah, That's who he's, he's watching, watching her. her. Yeah. I mean, they just really showed like... her. Then they show him watching. Then they superimpose the shot of her. It's like, what? What are we doing? You know, like somebody, get it. Get it, everybody. Get that he's watching her. I mean, yeah. yeah so, jeez. Um, Kyle. So the reason Kyle says he won't open the safe, you know, he's like, "You're not going. You're going to kill us. Like as soon as you get the, yeah. you don't have uh, handcuffs. You don't have rope. You're not planning to tie us up, you know, or anything. Like you're going to kill us if we open the safe. We will lose leverage, which is a word around Dare Daniel podcast. Oh, that's Spoken, a sacred word. Yeah, it's a, yeah. We call it the L word. It is a <laughs> very sacred word. Thank you to Battlefield Earth, but. Everything in this movie is leverage. The guns, the uh, yeah. succinyl choline that gets introduced, the uh, flashbacks are a way, are a form of leverage. Yeah. It's all cat and mouse one-upsmanship. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, God, it gets so monotonous after a while. This is where it really, it, this is where the turn to okay, this is getting monotonous. Like, what else is? What else you got? Uh, nothing okay great um so yeah kyle's like not gonna open the safe we're still here they put a gun to sarah's head uh she pleads with them please please open the safe he's like let her go and i'll do everything and he says in a very cagey and rant you did it kid you hit the mother load you know he's just like going off he, yeah. he really goes off this is like his one real cagey yeah rant he, in this he backs movie. off that for the rest of the yeah. movie He's really, um, he's really leans into the victim for the rest of this movie. He does. He does. Like he, It's Last Temptation of Christ level. He's just suffering. Yes. Yeah. More and more and more as, it, as the movie goes on. So Elias says, why don't we show them the magic wand? The magic wand, which is a syringe, which is their rope and handcuffs. Right? So he's like, we're going to give you a little dose of this med, you know, syringe. Kaboom. Out you go. Everything's fine. So this bluff has been called, but you know, um, Kyle still still refuses. And at this point, we start to see like there's some cracks. There's a little bit of division within the gang. You know, Ty. There's some tension. Um, so obviously, um, 
Kyle notices it, and we notice that he notices it, and noticing of the noticing and noticing, 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 blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, this is another flirting flashback. This is Jonah. This is where the cigarettes we see. That's his cigarettes and lighter. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Oh, bye. And there's some sort of an encounter, some sort of an encounter with um, with Sarah. You start parking your cigarettes and lighter at another man's house. Yeah. You and as audience... As audience now, we're we're kind of like we're we're forming hypotheses as the movie's kind of laying out these you know breadcrumbs. Oh, okay, she's 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 in on it, or she's this, or she's that, or she's that. Right? The movie's uh, planting some red herrings in the in the lake there for us to fish out. Um. So guess who returns home? It's Avery. Avery is left, and now she's returned. Avery's back, um, and this happens. Avery always, man, she is timing on Avery. Oh. Are you kidding me? Because like they realize she's gone the second these guys break in. She returns home just as like Elias is confronting Sarah uh, in the kitchen because Elias saw Sarah see Jonah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is a very tense scene here. <laughs> again so he makes her say i deserve to die oh oh my but as she's doing this she steals the syringe oh the soundtrack is constantly doing some sort of a version of an O, right like it's this like soft <laughs> like you know like in superhero movies and like inception there's like the bomb yeah. like this is like a soft bomb every time there's some kind of like oh she stole the syringe it's just like a bomb oh he knows like yeah okay like we get it something happened jesus and the movie is trying to dial up all this tension of of the cat and mouse is Mm. she in on it because she's she's very provocatively sexually into ben mendelson but it's just to get the syringe out of his pocket right and all i'm sitting there wondering because it's so it's been done so many fucking million times all I'm sitting there wondering is like, is it hard for two Australian actors to not drift into Australian talk? <laughs> I know, right? Or did they keep each other honest? Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, no, no, no. I'll I'll watch you, you watch me, you know, when that, that Canberra accent <laughs> slips in there. Get it out of there. So yeah, Avery returns home uh, right into the middle of this. Um, she runs, they catch her. So she goes out again and then they bring her back again and they tie her up next to Kyle and he says, you shit fucking animals. <laughs> so I guess that's his other freak out. You shit fucking animals. He does. He does get into some interesting, he calls people ass fuck and shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very, very fecal related, Kyle. And they hug and they cry and it's tense. And it's a lot of hugging and crying and tense. We're shaking and we're tense. Now, here's the thing. So this is a very security conscious family. He's got cameras ah. everywhere. Yeah. Why not there be a panic room there? Oh, yeah, right. Like, Didn't Joel Schumacher direct panic room? No. Oh, no, okay. that was David Fincher. That's right. That was David Fincher. I was thinking phone booth. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, I believe he did do the film phone booth, which I haven't seen. Next time, oh, but shit, yeah, why why wouldn't they build a panic room in this? They're still building. They could have had it. Maybe that's what they were building. That was the unfinished yeah. space. And though. maybe the security guard would would know the bypass to that. But 
So Elias um, is another kind of recurring thing. Elias is kind of like this Joker-like thing, like Joker from the Dark Knight, like Heath Ledger Joker, where he's like, here's a story about my past. Oh, yeah. Like oh, my some God. Some kind of fake story, and the stories are constantly contradicting his story. So this story is about how his mom was horribly abused, and so she went into renal failure. So he needs a black market kidney, and he needs this money for the black market kidney, and that's why he's desperate. And as this is happening, oh, what? Who comes in? Sarah comes in and holds. She just got a, a, the syringe to his neck. So now, boom! That that. So now everyone's pointing guns at her, but she's got the syringe. She's like, hey, "Get Avery out of here! I want my daughter out of here." So Avery leaves. Okay. Keep a track of Avery. She's left. She's come back. Left, came back. And now she's leaving. But don't worry, because Ty, this is the Dash Mahan character, the, the kind of strong, silent guy, but who's a little little violent, little kind of like, you know, kind of seems the one who's maybe a little secretly in charge. He's puts a, like a little tracker or something on it. We're not exactly sure what. It turns out to be like an alarm. It's a real he- Louisiana standoff. Uh, a gun pointing at one person, <laughs> sucks the choline up against the neck of another person, crack pipe in hand of another person, uh, and you oh, just don't know who's going to set it off. That's just, uh, another night on Bourbon Street. <laughs> Get that Dixieland going. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Avery goes out. All right. Sarah's like, now, Kyle, open the safe. Open the safe. Kyle finally opens the safe, and the safe is run, dun, 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 empty. Bum, bum, bum. Fucking Geraldo Rivera, that shit. Just oh. opened some empty vaults. Should have gone with door number two. It's empty. What? Everyone's like, what the fuck? What? But he, I, it, what? Everyone can't believe it. So Elias, in enraged, breaks breaks Kyle's hand. This is now where like Kyle is just going to get the kit, the shit kicked out of yeah. the rest of maybe he's been beat up a little bit. Now he gets his hand broken um, by Elias. And Kyle is now saying like, there's no money. There's no fucking money. We're broke. They fired me. There's nothing. There's nothing, 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 nothing. Obviously Nicole Kidman doesn't know any of this. This is what he's no. been keeping from her. Yeah. This is his big secret. He's in debt. The house was a, a money suck. This house that she designed for them, they never finished it. They're deeply in debt. It's and it's if you again, if you've watched any movies ever, you know when they're like, "Where's the money?" He says, "The money's in the house." Yeah, there's always money in the banana stand. It's like you know what they're fucking talking about. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So Jonah is like pushing it though. He's like, okay, well, there's you know, there's nothing there. Where's the money? And and he kind of leans into Sarah and is like, hey, I'm asking for us, I'm asking for us. So again, we're we're sort of led in the direction of Sarah's in on this whole thing. Yeah. Who it, comes back into the house? Oh, sorry, you go ahead. I was just gonna say the you you watch the flashbacks and i was always wondering i was like are this is, is this a reliable narrator in the flashbacks right is it going to be kind of like a rashomon thing yeah but it's actually the flashbacks are the honest things the the unreliable narrator is the present because you're watching what jonah believes is totally not real and you come to find that out later when they so subtly bring up are you taking your prescriptions <laughs> Are you taking your meds? So good. It's so good and so subtle how they introduce that. It's not interesting at all. It's just something I realized. 
So who's brought back in the house? It's Avery. There was an alarm on, so they were able to find her as she was trying to escape. So she's back. So we're like, keeping what did track she of do? Avery. Did she just run in laps around the house? I don't know. Like when she was leaving, she just beelined right for the soft spot, which is this chain link fence that any idiot could hop. It's not even a high chain link no. fence. There's no. When she wanted wire. to get to that party, she knew right the amount of steps she needed and got there. No, boom, bang, when it was back. like Avery, get out of here. I mean, run while, for while your this life. Is going on, she could have run like half a mile for God's sake. But no, it's she's just wandering around the yard. She's just on apples. her phone, like standing yeah, right. right outside the door. <laughs> so yeah, that doesn't work. So she's she's brought back. Um, but Kyle's like, no, not my family, not my family. Here's my kidneys. Take my kidneys. They're oh, ready to yeah. take his kidneys. But guess what? That's a fake out. What? Oh my god! And perfect timing. We don't need money for kidneys. We just we need money for something else. And who calls right at this exact time? Someone calls them. And it's the real boss, obviously. And the big guy, Ty, takes the call. He yeah. says, you've got an hour. So, Corky, who are the real hostages here, right? What? Oh, yes. wow. That's... What that is, uh, Kyle. I mean, so now there's just all these attempts to escape. Kyle and Avery use a lighter to try to escape. You know, they're like burning themselves with this lighter to try to like get out of their bonds. Sarah is saying to Jonah, you know, like if you save her, I'll do anything you want. You know, so what is their relationship? So this is, uh, yeah. So still haven't found any money. Still haven't found any diamonds. But oh, there's a picture. There's a picture of a diamond necklace. So she must have an amazing diamond necklace. Kyle says the necklace, it's fake. I sold the real one. This is like five minutes dedicated to this very pointless <laughs> exercise. Pointless necklace. We're just filling time here. I mean, in the middle of this, we get this other flashback to Jonah and the pool and this like kiss. And we see that it was captured by the security cam, the cameras that you know Jonah set up because he's with Guard Alert. Um, I mean, the unreliable narrator is the editing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, it, it's just like if it, they're showing you the pieces at the right time to lead you to supposedly believe one thing or or to sow a seed of doubt on something like that. But they're doing it in a really kind of uh, sort of way. Memento, it ain't. No, it's um, more silk stockings than anything. Oh my, yes. <laughs> so Kyle's like, okay, yeah, this amazing necklace. Look at all these diamonds. Probably worth a billion fucking dollars. It's fake. The crack addict, this is the, my favorite part, who has been like changing clothes and like watching home movies and shit this entire time. Like, I, have, I have no notes about the crack addict. Oh, like, no. Also, yeah. Guess what? She's a, a mom, a bad mom. Oh, yeah. And there's a foster child. Has to fixate on watching kid movies of Nicole yeah. Kidman and a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's got the kid in foster care. Um, but yeah, there's this. everyone's really shocked by this. Like, oh my God, the necklace is fake. And she is just like, pick the wrong week to stop smoking crack. <laughs> like, it just lights up right there. It's like, you guys, you cool with this? You guys? No, no. You guys it's are like, cool, right? She goes straight Lloyd Bridges and Airplane on him. Just like, Pick the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Elias. Oh, shit. Oh, the oh, shits just keep coming, son. Elias is like your loving wife. She fucked my baby brother. Yeah, he keeps calling baby That's brother. That's why we picked you. Yeah, baby brother. I mean, he is like 30 years older than this guy. 
Yeah, that's why we picked you. That's why uh, we got in here because your wife's been giving it to my brother. Yeah. Whoa, man. Um, and now, like Avery, Avery and the crackhead. Uh, Avery like outsmarts the crackhead. Not this is my favorite part. Super hard to do. She's. It's like she's so. It's just her character is drugs, right? So she's just like. <laughs> right. I think my mom has some Vicodin. Like she's got crack. She's got a, enough crack to get her through this. But the mere mention of another drug, she's like like a dog. Like, right. It's like the dog who, like, with the bone in its mouth, who sees the sees its reflection <laughs> in the pool. They're like another bone. Like, oh fuck, shit, damn it, I had crack. Fuck. Oh <laughs> boy. Yeah, no, it's just, there's some crack. There's crack up there. There's Vicodin, whatever. So, like, she, someone's uh, like, there's some Flintstone chewables in a closet downstairs. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she gets the drop on her, starts this chase. Kyle like throws a chair through the window. This sets off the, the alarm and guard alert. He gets the drop on Ty. That's the big guy, but Ty fights back. There's this big Sarah runs well, there's a lot of confusion, a lot of chaos. There's this r- Ty and, and Kyle are like wrestling over the syringe. There's another syringe now. Was the same syringe? Different it's syringe? the same syringe, but there's also a knife. And this is very knife. confusing. This is very confusing. Yeah, but you know how it's going to turn out once the villain starts monologuing. Yeah, absolutely. He starts telling them what he's going to do to him after he puts him to sleep with the succinylcholine. Yeah. Uh, you're going to die. Um, but yeah, it ends up with Ty getting knocked out um, by getting a uh, bit of the syringe and getting knocked out. So, uh-oh, here's a call. Don't worry, guard alert is on case we've got an alarm and when we get an alarm at one of these houses i mean this is the deluxe package here this is the diamond package this is the literal diamond package he, yeah he pays us right? in diamonds so like this that's is their, this is a big account safe huge too is diamond like this gets a little on the nose right like he's just like you need to make that harder please add a number and a punctuation mark because like that's too easy too easy but not you, not every right. password can be diamond. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't do that. And not coal either. You can't do coal anymore. No, I know no. Because coal turns into what? Diamonds. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, don't you worry. Don't you worry. Here comes Katie from the security company. She, was, she calls and uh, Jonah answers the phone out of breath. Yeah, running around, confused, uh, refusing to answer her questions, and hangs up on her. Katie's like, "All right, I'm gonna give it a minute." <laughs> like they're obviously there's they're obviously they got some shit going on. And I'm gonna it, give it a minute. It is the busiest call center of all time for like there must be shit happening oh, in yeah. that neighborhood. Murders are up nine thousand <laughs> percent in this in this quadrant alone. Like holy, fuck, everybody like is glued speed. into. It looks like a, the old. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ah. What's that old William Shatner show? Rescue 911. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, it doesn't stop. Uh, Katie calls back. He stalls again. Yeah. Um, this, this sequence where, and I mean, d- this whole movie is everyone getting the drop on each other, but in this, there's like a five second sequence where like three or four people get the drop on three or four other people. It's like, I got the drop. No, I got the, I got the, I got the, I got the, I got yeah. the drop. 
And he is not doing well on selling this. He's obviously panic rushed, not no, answering the th- right way. There's like, umming and erring. He's Katie out of breath. He's clearly like, running around. Yeah, Katie's like, oh, you all right, sir? You okay? You need a moment? Take a moment. I'll wait. Aren't these things, like, they're supposed to call the cops, like, the second they don't hear a fucking password? Like, right. don't they call, like, isn't they call emergency services, like, you can't, like, get it on, like, the fifth try or something like that, right? But whatever. And she's, she not, like, giving... she's not like, you sound like my coworker who's off his meds. Yeah, because he works with her. <laughs> yes. He works at Guard Alert, for fuck's sake. He has to deal with this. So, <laughs> so gets her again. Now this time he's got Kate. Uh, uh, Jonah's got Avery at gunpoint. Avery gives Katie the wrong password, and then she's like, "All right, well, I'm calling the cops." Hits the button. Then Avery's like, "No, no, 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 don't! I'm having a party. My parents don't know. Please cut me a break." And Katie's like, "Yeah, all right, I'll get you this time." But this is like, this is not the first like, "Hey, it's me. Here's the password." Please don't tell my parents I'm having a party. Cut me a break. This is like after five minutes of a stranger umming, erring, hanging up, giving the wrong password. Like this is this so fucking like, yeah, this is upsetting. This is Katie. Katie just hangs up. Three-time like, employee of the month, Katie. <laughs> wipes her hands and is like moving on to the next call. I've done all like, I can do. <laughs> that's it I done it. great job katie mission accomplished hey katie what is that it you got oh is that blood on your hands katie <laughs> because people are going to die <laughs> literally die because you did nothing here you got talked out of it by the robbers how bad at your job are you <laughs> Woo! all right but elias says let's start over boom shoots kyle in the thigh yeah oh which he takes Way more in stride than the broken hand. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, you know, in shock, I guess. Sure. Um, but he's just sort of like, oh, look at that then. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's he's got a broken hand. He's been shot. Um, But now we get another story. The real story. Yeah. We assume from Elias about why they're here. The real story. That's well, the oldest one in the book. He's a drug dealer who was loaned money by a big boss. That money was jacked. Uh, Ty is here. He's the henchman's big boss, and the plan is to use Kyle's money and diamonds to pay back this money. Again, song as old as time. You know, I mean, it's just. <laughs> how did he not see through what we all saw through? Like, how did he not know who jacked his money? Or reject his drugs. Oh, I mean, because these guys are... Re- everyone's really stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, every that's why everyone gets to drop on everyone. It's just so fucking... Yeah. How can you not see that? Especially with Ty now in the mm-hmm. mix. And mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, we insist that our guy go along on this. Why would you do that? Why? Why would, why would Ty be involved in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, all this is that. he gets his hands on the money. No, exactly. Yeah. So um, that's the whole plan. Kyle says, I'm worth more dead than alive. Whoa. Doesn't really come back. You know, I mean, we find out that's what like the life insurance, you know, that's what he was stealing out of the safe. And, you know, maybe he was planning to kill himself or something like that. But whatever, it's nothing. Um, The brothers now, this is (laughs) this is where we have the the brothers fight. You know, Elias and Jonas are fighting now. Ty's still out. 
Um, Avery is on Jonah, one of her 14 escape attempts. Avery is either inside or outside or coming or going. It's hard to say. She's all things uh, at all times to all people. Um, the brothers are fighting. Jonah's off his meds. Hey, you off your meds? Hey, your meds. Your doctor's giving you Tic Tacs or some nonsense like that. I don't know what the fuck that was. But Jonah's off his meds. So now we're like, he goes like off his meds. Yeah. Like, like he, t- he he goes from like I'm like secretly crazy and like having weird flashbacks in my head that are decontextualizing things that like to, to mislead the audience to do a little misdirect. He goes into like wacky, wild cuckoo crazy. Yeah, really crazy. Like you know, the fake is reality and the real is fake, and he's he's completely crossed that line. Um. But oh, who's at the door? The guard alert guy. Guard alert guy, because she called the cops and then called off the cops. So now they need a signature. Um, and <laughs> Elias was doing a terrible job of playing it off. So Jonah just shoots him in the head. Kabam. I remember Jonah was also guard alert. This guy took his shift. <coughs> I will and say, he shoots him. In. It's like, dude, honestly, I switch shifts with you. Like, be cool about that, man. Like, <laughs> I've, worked, I've worked retail. That's a big deal. Like, don't fuck with somebody like that. I was, I was team Jonah here because, I mean, Elias was doing a terrible job. Really bad. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Elias has been stabbed or yeah. something at this point. I don't know. He's, he's like the only person competent at their job is the crackhead. Like she's no, I getting mean, high she, at every chance she can. She is doing some fantastic cracksmen. And we see she's a stripper too. And you know, I assume she's a good one. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Seemed, seemed like she was doing her job. Uh, Avery now is like, I got a plan. I'm going to divert them to this rich kid's party. This kid has money. He's got Coke. Like, come to this party with me. Let's go off. Um, Avery's got a little bit of her dad in her. She's got some hustle. Yeah, she's she's, spin she's, the yarn. she's talking. She's talking. She's selling. Um, more flashbacks to Sarah and Joni. This is now where we realize, okay, like he really is crazy. And he was imagining this like connection. You know, she, yeah. she resisted him more than it seemed in the, in the initial edits. He's in love with her, and Kyle is realizes this and tries to convince Jonah, like, save Sarah, get her the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> he's pushing Sarah, like, go with Avery, go with Avery, while um, Elias and the junkie are a couple, and they have a scene where he's like, let me, let's loudly say the plan, which is like, you know, to follow to this party and then shoot her. Yeah. You know, once you have the dough or if it doesn't work out or something like that. And then we're going to get your daughter out of foster care. <laughs> and then you know what, baby? You're going to get clean. You're going to get clean, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> get clean. Then get the daughter out of foster care. That's how you do it. Um. So, yeah, the junkie has the orders to kill her. The junkie, <laughs> as junkies do, ruins everything. Mm-hmm. She just starts freaking out on Avery in the car and is like, you think you're so much better than me, don't you? <laughs> like, just because I'm a crackhead. Again, a, Avery, a gun to you. 16. Yeah. Very casual with having a gun pointed at her face by someone very high out of their mind on drugs. Yeah. No, this is uh, this is a seasoned kid. She is, uh, <laughs> this kid has she, seen some shit. She is Keegan Murray, this kid. She is just <laughs> like, nothing faces her. <laughs> not, not shying away from the moment. Um, so she ha- has a plan while the junkie's freaking out, talking about, you think you're better than me? Avery unbuckles her belt, sees this place where her and her friend almost crashed before, and intentionally wraps this tiny little sport car around a telephone pole. Right. We come back later. 
She's fine. Yeah, very PG-13. <laughs> Wearing your seatbelt <laughs> in that kind of accident with that kind of car yeah. would do next to nothing. Her legs would be crushed. Her body would be a crumpled, just pile of goo. I was but... expecting the standard through the windshield into the oh, telephone right. shot. No, yeah, nothing. the the junkie is just like passed out yeah. in the seat or whatever. There's oh, nothing gory or anything. Like, moaning. oh, ouch, I hit my head or whatever. That, but, that yeah. had to be a rating thing. Like they were like, we don't know what rating we're going to get yet, so let's keep it somewhere Make safe. sure that we keep it really R. Yeah. Um, and again, Avery is Ethan Hunt from the Mission Impossible movie. She's fine. She crashes the car. She's fine. She's on her way back. And... She's got a gun. Avery's got a gun. Yeah. So, again, if you were keeping track of Avery's movements, she started at home. She left, came back, briefly left, came back, left, came back, left and came back. There might be one more brief left and came back. And then she left with the junkie, and now she's coming back. Yeah. There's like so. four locations in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and one of them is this tele this telephone pole. <laughs> Avery's been running back and forth between all of them except for the guard <laughs> station. Yeah, she's just like running running suicides from like one station <laughs> to the other. She's like, yeah, I'm over here. No, over here. Now I'm in the backyard. Nope, I'm, I'm in the over house. Here no, now. I'm at the telephone pole. Now I'm at the party. About the house. All right. So now, uh, as Sarah is like, okay, I'm gonna leave with Jonah. Ty, whoa, he's back. And this starts another fight. So like Ty and Jonah fight. And Elias shoots Ty. Elias shoots the henchman. He's like, what'd you do? He says, you can't fucking hurt my brother. But Ty reveals, oh, you thought you got the drop on me, but I got the drop on you. Ty reveals it was Jonah the whole time who got the drop on them by allowing the big boss to get the drop on them. It says, I was there. We got our dope back. It was all a setup, right? Yeah. You loan these junkies some money. You steal it back. Now you own them forever. And you can send them in a thing like this where they're going to steal some money and then you just shoot them or whatever. And we get the flashback to show that he's not lying. That's the way the movie does it. Is Yeah. He, he, Nick Cage is always bullshitting, but mm-hmm. if they show you a flashback, it's like, okay, they're telling the truth. Oh, that was a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just, you know, just enough time to get that like with his dying breath, it drops the time on Jonah. It's like, <laughs> does it like philosophical of like, Oh, I wasted my life. Oh, my loved ones. No, just like, let's more plot. Let's explain the plot. So he dies. Jonah's like, no, I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't do it. And then now there's fights, more fights, right? Everyone's fighting with everyone. There's a nail gun and a real gun fight. There's a nail gun and a knife fight. There's nail guns versus nail guns. Uh, Elias and Jonah fight and Kyle and Jonah fight and Sarah and Elias. Everyone fights everyone. Finally, Elias and Jonah, they're fighting. They break through this wall. Remember the wall? Remember the wall he was looking at earlier? Yeah. Turns out that... Blank wall in an unfinished that he looked at earlier and kind of like touched as though it was the monolith from 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> Turns out it was really important. It had money in it. All the money, all that money that they thought was in the house was right there. It was, was in the house. It was quirky in the house. Yes. Oh, mm, just wow. Wow. Uh, so there's all the cash. Whoa, tons of cash. But guess who returns? 
hits Avery. <laughs> fuck. At the pivotal moment, like Avery, what? it's like Ken, the timing on Avery is just like Mwah, brilliant. This girl, fucking tar with the timing. <laughs> My God. <laughs> she cannot she has it perfectly, perfectly timed. She comes in and now there's this sort of pseudo-Mexican standoff where Elias and Jonah and Sarah and Avery's got a gun and this guy's got a gun. Jonah ends up shooting Elias. In the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, And then Kyle was like, uh, Kyle, who is, you know, dying because he's been shot a bunch of times with nails and with other things. He apologizes. He's very weak. He apologizes. And he explains, (laughs) I mean, I guess for the benefit of us, really, that the money... You know, the money was the money was for his family. You know, it was all for his family. You know, it, it wasn't that he was trying to hide it, is that he was trying to save it to have something for his family. So, you know, he's not this bad guy yeah. that we thought at the start. He's merely an embezzling tax cheat like we're (laughs) this is what we're rooting for is for a billionaire diamond dealer to not pay his fucking property taxes or something like selling off his wife's shit and lying selling off his wife's diamonds and and then passing off the real one probably what that's probably an insurance scam or something that is right like he's still a piece of shit absolutely and all of the whole like ignoring his his marriage and being you know tied to the phone the whole time and all that what did he get him Right, he's, he's lost still a piece all his of garbage. Money. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. And, and all that stuff. He's still a bad guy. You know what I mean? He still ignored his wife. He still ignored his kid. Whatever. So what we're saying is, it would be better off if he got killed right here. It would, and it looks like that's going to happen. He says, "Run." Sees a pile of, I guess, lighter fluid on the floor. <laughs> Why not keep what? that? Yeah. In the, Just the tur- the yeah. one thing of turpentine spilled there over. You go. Yeah, are we painting? Nope, we're not. This is just bare wood. Everything um, gets brought back to fuck <laughs> yeah, up. This right. lighter. Why does he still The have lighter. It? Oh, I know the lighter. He was using the lighter to, on the on his bonds. Yeah, remember. on the duct tape. When nobody yeah. was like, "Do I smell burning duct tape?" <laughs> and in hand. Yeah. Although, um, yeah, to be honest, there was crack being smoked right around and you you won't smell anything over crack. Oh yeah. No, no. The crack was uh <laughs> That was a good crack. Too. Yeah, it's, quality, it's quality really crack. good. It's crack. Get your <laughs> it's, it's crack. Yeah, it's uh, it's top notch stuff. Uh, so yeah, Kyle lights the slider food. Oh my god, the money burns. Uh, he burns. Um, he shoots these nail guns. He pins Jonah to the floor. He tells you know Sarah get out. Sarah Avery kind of drags Sarah out of this burning room. He says, "Leave my family alone." And it looks like he's done for. But boom, Sarah Sarah pulls an Avery. She runs out, then runs back. She's like, I'm out, and I'm back. Hey. Yep. She talks the gun. She takes the gun from Jonah. He says, help me, help me. She goes to Kyle, but then, uh, I mean, okay, this just keeps happening. Jonah now has Sarah at gunpoint. But then Kyle shoots Jonah, and Jonah burns up, and she saves Kyle, and you know it's just the, the this is the, our final. I got the drop on you. He gets the drop on her, and he gets the drop on him, and then she dies. He burns. 
She saves Kyle. The house is burned. The money's all burned. All of their their worldly possessions, you know, what was really keeping them apart has burned. But they're alive. They're alive. Avery joins them on the lawn. They're all hugging. Everything's going to be okay because they're together. The end. And it's not about money because money's terrible. The end. Goodbye. Mm. Yeah, what a terrible movie. I mean, honestly, it was a terrible movie. I mean, you can. You, uh, I didn't think it was terrible, but there, it was just absolutely nothing. This was like, yeah, it was nothing. It was the first draft. It was nothing. I mean, you know, just uh, you made a movie, but you know, make a better one. It's better than. Uh, it was better than Sunny. It was better than Left Behind. Wasn't as good hmm. as Vampire's Kiss. Yeah, I'm, I'll I'll put it down with those other two. I you know I, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll rank them all at the end, but yeah, I'm not sure where exactly it fits. Um, yeah, it's it, it's I don't know. Maybe Left Behind is is because like Left Behind is also like aggressively kind of like average in a weird way for a movie about like the apocalypse and the a movie that espouses these kind of like somewhat radical like Christian viewpoints. It's like. Mostly it's a movie about trying to land a plane, you know, <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> like that's what it's about. And like, this is like, this is just a movie about people holding each other at gunpoint or knife point or syringe point, And then that other person holding them, but then they have the drop on them ad infinitum it's just uh it, it, it this it this movie is like exhausted me this movie probably annoyed me more than any of the other films that we've watched it, to me it breezed age. right by but you're right we both said this is the least amount of notes we took yeah which is why i think like that shows you how little it is it's like there's mm-hmm. not even stuff to bite your teeth into in either way there's not good to discuss there's not bad to discuss it's just no just not really like there's not like too many just bizarre lines or anything like that yeah. again it's it's all at that like 1a it's all at that like all right let's get this scene on its feet all right moving on you know what i mean yeah. like like take one is like a i'm just reading the script for the first time <laughs> kind of a take you know it's like all right what's happening in the scene you're tense you're on the floor you're crying you're breathing heavy and and this next thing you're you're tense and you're crying and you're a little more bloody this time yeah you're a little more bloody and you you were just running so you're breathing a little heavier and you're a little more tense that's it it's a whole movie it's uh, all right so that's it any final thoughts um last observations the um, one twist that i didn't see coming that really surprised me was that uh dash mihawk wasn't alexander Skarsgård, who i was completely convinced that was (laughs) <laughs> under the mask until he took the mask off. I was like, oh, that's Nash Mihawk. Ah. I totally thought that was Alexander Skarsgård. You watching The Northman too much. I right? guess, yeah, that and su- Succession. I was oh, like, hey, that's right. Madsen. Okay. <laughs> nice. Well, I've never seen Succession, so I did not make that connection. Um, I have no final thoughts on this movie. Yeah, and, um, doesn't I may never think of it again i i I regret having first thoughts and (laughs) uh middle thoughts all right final thoughts i got no final thoughts i got nothing for you i got nothing that's all we have for that's that's all we have for you on this episode of dare daniel cage match but we'll be back in two weeks to light up and pass around another nick cage doobie light him up until then be sure to follow dare daniel pod on Facebook and Instagram, this is a duo, collectively known, it, it, separately, together in their solo careers. Yeah. Hey, here's right. Facebook. Hey, here's Instagram. You put those together, you got a little super group. It's called 
Schmied. Uh. Schmied. You know, Schmied on that Schmied. Smoke weed on that Schmied. <laughs> hey, smoke that Schmied. All right. Like and rate us on your favorite podcast app. If you want to support the show, visit daredaniel.com. Find the donate button. Click support the show in the menu. Quirky. So for Dare Daniel, I'm Daniel Barnes. And I'm Quirky McDonald saying, hey, now I got a gun to your head. No. Wait, well, well, hold on. Someone's got a gun to my head now. No. What I, what I want is for you to have a gun to your head because <laughs> the whole time I know that gun. Uh, I mean, you see how fucking annoying this gets? God <laughs> damn it. Could just keep doing that nonstop like a Mobius strip. For 90 like, minutes. Oh, boy. See you guys next time. All right. Bye-bye.